Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge Dark Tidings deck reveal. Ooh, maybe I can just cut it right here. Put the wrong side. Oh, that's funny. Alright, well, I'll cover this up. <laughs> okay, well, this, okay. Can't, <laughs> can never open it the right way. Oh, well, that's alright. Um, this is a deck, and it has Shadows Unfathomable and Untamed, and it is called The Void That Primarily Spoils Defense. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, these are, I like, I like all these houses. I like everything in Dark Tidings. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So there. So much conversation online about Sats. <clears throat> Sats is never going to be perfect. It's not supposed to be perfect. Nobody, nobody claims it's perfect. It'll uh, get better over time, and it is wild and crazy when a new set comes out. So it's a good time to get some, you know, if you have something that you think is way overrated, sell it. If you have something that you think is way or if you see something that you think is way underrated, see if you can buy it for cheap. Um, the the fun and crazy time. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, I think I think we'll see it change over time and uh, should be fun. And it's a very fun set. All right, so let's see. We should be getting shadows first. Ooh, Archon's Revenge. This is a nice one. It's an artifact and ship. As action, exhaust up to f two friendly shadows creatures. For each creature exhausted this way, steal one. I'm hoping, I would love to get like some hard Simpsons as well as some ways to deal damage out of hand with this because it's nice to have them be sort of like, I can have them on the board, I can get that initial steal out of them, and then if my opponent doesn't kill them, then I get more steal because of the Archon's Revenge. Um, it just makes it a fun threat. Turn some otherwise boring cards into good threats. Ooh, little Niff. Two power elf thief with omega deploy and elusive, so uh, you can put this anywhere you want, but it's going to be the last thing you do on your turn. You can't play it and then get the value. But it says after a neighbor of little niff fights, steal one. Fun trick that I learned with little niff back in AOA is you uh, even if the creature dies, it still triggers the steal. So you can sometimes if you have several uh, creatures of the same house lined up, you can fight and have it die, fight and have it die, fight and have it die, and get several steals in a row in a non-Shadows turn, which is really fun. Stir Up Trouble is an action. When you play it, you choose a creature and one of its neighbors, and each chosen creature deals damage equal to its power to the other. Um, yeah, that's a cool that's a cool little way to knock some stuff out. I like it. Cement Shoes. Action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal two damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, raise the tide. Feels like you could probably soften, kill one creature and soften the other up with stirrup trouble, and then finish them. Finish the other one with cement shoes. I've had good luck with this card. Would I rather steal than flip the tide? Maybe, but flipping the tide can be really good. Uh, second cement shoes. Okay. And then Francis the Economist. It's a three-power elf thief with skirmish and fight. Each player gains one. I feel like I like this uh, better in this set than I did in um, in its previous showings. I uh, I like there's good plinky steel or capture uh, in in dark tidings, and I've I felt like I've been able to get good value out of Francis in this set.
Jackie Tar is a two power elf thief with elusive, and uh, after it reaps, you deal one damage to a creature, but if the tide is high, you deal six damage instead. This is a really nice board control. I really like Jackie. Kerwallop, lots of, lots of direct damage here. Sorry if you can hear my dog scratching herself in the background. That's, that's what dogs do. Kerwallop is an action. When you play it, you deal one damage to each creature, and you gain an amber for each creature destroyed this way. It's nice. can be nice. It's, yeah, I find it to be a little iffy. Very nice if you get it with uh, Hard Simpson, which I'm thinking no. Second Kerwallop, okay. Then we have One-Eyed Willa. It's a two-power elf thief. While the tide is high, One-Eyed Willa gains Elusive and Skirmish, and it has Fight, Steal, One. Yeah, it's a it's a good card. And then Sea Urchin, a one-power Aquan thief with Poison, and play Capture One, but if the tide is high, you steal one instead. And we had some ways to raise the tide, so I think we're, you know, there's a good chance we can, well, we can always make it work if we want, but... Uh, or almost always. <clears throat> so not a ton of just straight steel, but remember that Archon's Revenge turns a bunch of these into, turns a couple into action steel. I think we're going to get good value out of the Kerwallop. And Sea Urchin, I think, uh, can sometimes get underappreciated a little bit, the value of that poison. If you, sometimes you can kill big creatures if this gets left on the board. So it's possible to get good value out of that. It also can just be value with the Kerwallop. And another Seer Trin. Nice. All right, on to Unfathomable. I like the shadows here, so let's see what we get Unfathomable. It's a uh, cup of water is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you stun each cyborg creature and each robot creature. And uh, yeah, cool, cool theme. Um, could be good, just really depends on your situation. Uh, don't think we're going to see a lot of cyborgs or robots in this deck, so I don't think it's going to hurt us. But, uh, you know, just depends on what you're playing against. Kilogog's Trench is an artifact. It's a location, and it says at the end of your turn, you place one depth counter on it. Then you destroy each creature with power equal to the number of depth counters on it. So this can be a nice way to just progressively clear the board. It's possible to pay, play around it. Of course, it affects both you and your opponent. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, really interesting card. Then we have Abyssal Zealot, a four-power Aquan that says after you raise the tide, capture two. And after your opponent raises the tide, you, you move two from it to the common supply. So uh, when it, so the um, if you can get your opponent to raise the tide, then the amber gets evaporated. But probably what they're going to do is just kill it before they raise the tide. Um, so it just kind of turns into you raise the tide and capture two. So it's it's okay. It's not, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not in love with it. Echo Pearl is a really nice card. It's an artifact with a bonus amber. It's an item and it has Omni, destroy it, exhaust, stun, and enrage a creature. Uh, exhausting, stunning, and enraging a creature will put it out of commission for a very long time. The minimum three turns before it could possibly reap. Two turns before it could possibly fight. Uh, and probably it's just out of commission for the rest of the game. Very uh, powerful effect there to deal with a single creature. Fuguru, very nice. It's a one-power Aquan with poison, and it says that your opponent refills their hands to one less card during their draw card step. That is a, it's a nice effect. Um, 
and you know it's not as big as say succubus but the poison i think really helps and all the exhaust abilities in unfathomable can add some value to that um so yeah i think it's really good interesting we have a lot of one power poisons in this deck uh Kalp is a two power aquan that says your opponent cannot play more than one card of each card type each turn so the card types are action artifact creature and upgrade this is really nice um yeah if your opponent has like a creature heavy deck they're going to really struggle to deal with this if you can keep it alive so um of course if they have an action that can kill it they're just going to play that one action and then move on with their life but uh if you can protect this um and i don't know that we're going to have a way to protect it here other than just not have them have creatures but if we can do it um then it, it'll be it could be pretty nice control under pressure i love it it's an upgrade with a bonus amber it says this creature cannot ready uh super good it's just a really great card call of the void is an action with a bonus amber when you play it you exhaust a creature if it was already exhausted you destroy it unless its controller loses one this can be paired really nicely with under pressure you know you exhaust it and then make it never ready um that can be worse than destroying because if, if you destroy it they can maybe exhume or something like that but if you do that to a creature it's it's just out of commission until uh until they find a way to kill it so um the of course the flip side is if that happens to you you can start maybe capturing amber on the creature and that'll pressure your opponent to want to kill it so there's there's options but um it's really it's really frustrating to have happen to you mm, flame gill enforcer is a six power aquan says after your opponent raises the tide you enrage it but if it's not enraged you can action to capture three which is a pretty that's a lot of capture so that's pretty cool got two of those nice and they're big bodies so if they get enraged they can do some serious damage and then Hookmaster is a four power aquan with one armor and fight if the tide is high your opponent loses two uh that's a nice effect and yeah i i like this setup seems good oh and then maelstrom it's an action when you play it you put each creature on top of its owner's deck in a random order and gain two chains so if you're behind this can be much worse than destroying things in certain contexts and also like if you have your sea urchins out you get the sea urchins back on your deck so i think that's there's some good synergy there i think we're in untamed now yeah okay the best card in untamed bumblebird uh save that tongue in cheek it's a one power beast and insect it has alpha and when you play it you give two plus one power counters to each other friendly untamed creature so if you have any out then boom uh you get value otherwise this it's not a great card ah fangtooth cavern interesting this is an artifact with a bonus amber it's also a location it says at the end of your turn destroy the least powerful creature that's going to be a little frustrating with like fuguru and the sea urchins we have a lot of low power stuff here uh but you combine this with the kiligox trench and it's kind of like okay we're blowing stuff up and then we're going to blow up even more so um that's kind of crazy and you can decide what order those fire in so um if your opponent has like three five power creatures and a six power creature and that's all that's on the board you could and the kiligox trench is going to destroy the five you can have that trigger first and then get the six uh with the fang tooth so interesting i that'll be interesting to see how that works out um i think the low power creatures in this deck are going to make it hard but maybe the maelstrom just makes up for it and it ends up great 
Instrument of Silence. This would not be bad to put on a Flame Gale Enforcer. It's uh, an upgrade, and it says this creature gains Skirmish and Fight gain 1. That way, if your Flame Gale Enforcer gets uh, enraged, you can just... Okay, cool. I'll just fight and murder stuff and make money. Uh, two Instruments of Silence. Nice. I like that. We have a Deepwater Gruin. It's a 5-power beast. It has two bonus ambers on it. And it has play reap if the tide is low, your opponent gains one. But of course, if, if the tide is not low, uh, which means if it's neutral or if it's high for you, then uh, then you should be good. Um, and that's a, a really nice amber ramping card. Molly Mock is a five power beast. When you play it, you destroy an artifact. That could actually be interesting. Obviously, you can destroy your opponent's artifact, but it'd be a, an effective way to deal with the Fangtooth or Killagog if it starts to hurt you more than help you could molly mock to fix that problem that seems pretty cool two of those all right and then we have mookling which is a two power beast that says your opponent's keys cost plus x where x is mookling's power i haven't seen a way to boost the power so right now so far it's going to be stuck at two and that's not going to be great but maybe we'll get some stuff i'm not thinking of oh two mooklings be so nice if we had like a growth surge or something in here but i don't think so we do have the fittest which will boost them each to three it's an action with a bonus amber that says play, give each friendly creature a plus one power counter. Okay, that could be nice uh, for a lot of things. <laughs> could also run away from the trench. That'd be cool. Youngest Bear is a two power beast with reap. You may reap with one of Youngest Bear's neighbors. Um, do we have any great reap effects in the other houses? I don't remember seeing any awesome reap effects here. Uh, yeah, the tar, the Jackie tar, that'd be okay. But I think that's the only one. Hmm, interesting. And then our last card, another youngest bear. So, yeah, this is interesting. Um, three, four, how much amber do we have? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, ten amber and you know we can almost certainly steal with the urchins making that 12. um probably gonna get some value out of the kerwallop but can't maybe we don't count that um yet so i think we'll probably end up with like 12 amber just from playing cards maybe a little more uh and need to reap a bit for this to be good um, but there are options. I feel like the Amber Control is just going to be a little lacking because it depends a lot on that Archon's Revenge. And um, there's enough C in here. I don't know if that will if that will fire very reliably. Um, so I think this deck is okay. It's, it's definitely interesting, and I'm looking forward to trying it out. But um, I don't think this is necessarily a great deck, but um, I, it seems interesting and fine. So... Um, We'll have to see how that works out. The Molly Mocks are going to be nice to have. There's, yeah, there's some good stuff. We'll see how that works out. So, yeah, anyway, that was the Void that primarily spoils defense. And uh, maybe it'll maybe it'll be better than I'm thinking. <clears throat> maybe it'll be worse. Who knows? But uh, it was Shadows Unfathomable and Untamed. And I uh, hope you enjoyed and that you'll get out and forge some keys.